In today's episode, we're talking about the true meaning of wealth. What is it? What does it mean to you? And why is it important? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about the true meaning of wealth. Now, why did this idea pop into my head? I'm going to share a quote with yourselves. There's a quote that I read and it really touched my heart. And I thought this is a really appropriate time to discuss this with yourselves. And the quote is as follows. True wealth is not the measure, is not measured in money or status or power. It is measured in the legacy we leave behind for those we love and those we inspire. And this really touched my heart because I thought, well, hang on a minute, in my life, what it is that I'm actually trying to create in my life or inspire those of you who listen to me on a regular basis, you know, what am I trying to help you achieve? And Yes, I am all about creating that material wealth for yourselves. I, you know, I don't, you know, talk about abundance just in sense of health and relationships and, you know, uh, metaphysical wealth. I actually want you to have physical wealth. I want you to have the car. I want you to have the house. I want you to have the life. I want you to have the life that you could possibly imagine. I want you to have all the choices that you could possibly have that money can buy for you. And I, I want you to have everything. And the reason why this quote, which, by the way, I forgot to mention who this quote is by, it's by someone called um, Cesar um, Chavez. So this this quote that I just read is was said by someone, uh, a man called Cesar Chavez. Now, uh, why do I think it's so important? Because, yes, I want you to have all those physical attributes that wealth can buy, but it's actually much more than that. If you are anything like the kind of people that I've been talking to, and I, I tend to attract audiences or people who are similar to myself, it's not just about creating um, wealth. You want to create generational wealth. You want to create a legacy that you leave behind once you pass on to the next dimension. It's much more, much more grander than your own physical needs. It's not just about the car. It's not just about the house. It's not just about having the, that the success come to you. It's about creating that legacy and leaving that legacy behind and also inspiring others through your legacy, through your work that's important to you. And this is what um, wealth means to me. And I'm hoping this is what wealth means to you. And unfortunately, we get so tied into the physical attributes, the car, the house, the name, the fame, that we forget what we're really working for. And I want you to just remind yourselves, what is it that you are really working for? You know, how much money do you actually need to live the life of your dreams? And if you should sit down and work out how much money you need to have the car, the house, the whatever you want, I can assure you it won't be anywhere near the number that you're trying to or striving to get to. 
I know the number that I'm looking, I'm working towards is nowhere near the amount of money I need to live happily because my needs are actually quite modest, to be honest. Uh, you know, I'm happy as long as I have my Bentley, as long as I have a nice car and a decent house to live in, that's my needs taken care of. And once my kids are older and they've gone, you know, they've been through university and they're off to you know, live their lives, I don't have much financial responsibility for them either. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that they understand they're going to take financial responsibility for themselves. So my financial needs are not going to be that much, to be honest. I don't have any lavish uh, lifestyles. I don't have any need for, you know, jewelry and I don't gamble. I don't drink. I don't do anything like that. So my needs are very, very modest compared to most people, right? Uh, compared to most uh, ambitious people anyway. And yet I am working towards a number which is maybe a thousand times that the amount I actually need. Well, why is that? Because I want to leave a legacy behind. I want to create something that's bigger than myself, is bigger than my life. I want people to remember me with something. I want, I, I even want this episode to be played maybe 20, 30 years down the road, uh, you know, maybe at my departure when I'm leaving this, this planet. And for people to actually realize that this woman set out to achieve something and she did it. It has to be a legacy that's bigger than I can ever imagine, that's bigger than me or anything I could have thought for. And it's a life that only divine energy can create for me. That's what I want to create. But not just for myself, through my life, through my work, it's about helping others and inspiring others to live their best and fullest life possible. I think that's what wealth means to me. So this is what motivates me. And there are times when I need to look back at this motivation. Why do I do a work so hard? Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to achieve X, Y, and Z? Is it because I, I want the name and the fame? No, I'm not a, I'm not an egotistical person. That name and fame, yes, they're all it's very nice to get praised and so forth, but it's not what I work for. It's not something that I would would wake me up in the morning for. It's not my thing, you know. Is it the is it the money? Well, not really. Um, I, that's why you know because I wasn't attached to the physical world, I had to create a money avatar to be able to connect with with money in in, in the spiritual form. So, what is it that carries me going? What makes me work ten times harder than anybody else around me? What keeps me going when I want to give up? And 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 there are times when you're exhausted, and I have been exhausted, I've been tired, yet I haven't let sight of my goal. And I've cried, and I've persevered through, and I thought, you know, why am I trying so hard at times? But then I remember my vision, I remember my goal, I remember my, the, the, you know, what wealth means to me, what does it mean to be wealthy? That comes up in, in my mind. And that carries me forward and it carries me through that moment because you have moments when you when you doubt yourself. You have moments when you think, why am I bothering so much? Why am I trying so hard? And what's the purpose behind it? And yes, I am a certain amount of the time, it's my children, which is my why. But honestly, my kids don't need that kind of money either. They don't, what I'm striving for, they don't need it. They're, you know, they what they need, what they need have been taken care of very, very well at the moment by myself. And in the future, inshallah, I will do so also. So why do I work so hard? Why am I working towards this? This at the moment seems by all, you know, if I look at for more physical standards, this unachievable goal, yet I know it will be achieved. I know I will do this because I've seen it in my mind and I know I'm striving and working towards it. So the universe and, you know, divine source energy will line things up for me to get there. But what does it mean? And I'm just giving you my meaning. Your, the meaning of wealth will be different for you. 
and the legacy you want to leave behind will be different for you. I have a particular legacy in mind that I want to leave behind. Along with my two children, I have other things that I want to create and want to do and want to um, want to achieve with through financial success. Not uh, necessarily for myself, but for other people that there's some things that I want to do. And there's certain charitable organizations that I want to sort of support. And there are certain things that I want to do with, especially when it comes to young women. Um, young, I will say young women in, in, especially in the South Asian continent. I, my, my family's from uh, Pakistan. My, you know, or, origins are. My both my parents were born in India, so I have this strong affiliation with both India, Pakistan, and obviously Bangladesh as well. The whole of South Asia, because it was all one at one point. And I know the the plight of young females in that in that region. And uh, education is so important to me because of it, because I think education gives you the ability to to deal with life in ways that you never dreamed possible. And it opens up your mind and open up, opens up the world for you. And so education is of paramount importance to me. And that's what I wanted to create. So my for me, wealth means having the freedom to choose to help who I'm who I want to help, to be able to create the legacy that I want to leave behind, to be able to do the things I want to do in my in my short life. And then, you know, when I do go do move on to the other dimension, I can do so with an open heart and with a happy heart that I've done everything I possibly can in this lifetime. So I suppose for me, wealth means being able to have the choices to do whatever it is that I want to do and help whoever it is I want to help and inspire everybody and everybody around me including my children, to be able to go and live a grander, bigger life and have a meaning to the life which is bigger than themselves. If I all I wanted to do was bring up my kids and, um, you know, give them a nice, happy life, I'm pretty much, you know, on track to doing that at the moment very, very easily. And I can, you know, I think once my your daughter's at university and my son's at university, I, I pretty much have to complete that task. But that's not all I want to create. That's not all I want to do. And so, yes, they are my number one motivating factor at the moment. And every time I'm down, I have I look upon them and think, okay, I cannot go down. I have to get up and go and carry on going, especially because they only have one parent. Um, you know, that the, they, they don't have anybody else to support them morally, emotionally or financially. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. But it's more than that. And I was thinking about this right now that if all I had in my mind was to create a wonderful, happy life for my children, then I'm already doing that. There's no need for me to put in the extra time. There's no need for me to put in the extra energy. There's no need for me to rattle my brains about how and what and how I'm going to do certain things because I'm already doing everything that I need to do for my children. Then why do I want to work harder? Why do I work harder? Why do I think outside the box? Why am I creating extra opportunities? Why am I trying to go above and beyond what I'm currently doing? And sometimes I really feel that I'm exhausted and I can't move another inch, yet I look at my vision and it carries me going. Why? Because I want to leave a legacy behind. And this is why I come back to this quote. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat this quote again, and hopefully it will it'll make more sense to you now, that true wealth is not going to be measured in my life. And I'm, I'm just, you know, gonna, let me say the quote again first so you understand what I mean. So true wealth is not measured in money or status or power. 
It's measured in the legacy we leave behind for those we love and those we inspire. So in my case, my wealth is not going to be measured with how much money I have in the bank account, how many cars I have and how many houses I have and what holidays I've got on. My wealth is going to be measured in who I've helped, what I've helped them achieve, both through my money and through my inspiring story. My story is very, very inspiring. And I know that for a fact. My life has been one situation after another right? I, I and I have shared this on, on in the very first episode of this pod, of this podcast series you know my life has been difficult from the early from early age from the age of five when my mother found out about my father remarrying and then once we left my father's home it's been a roller coaster journey ever since from you know young being a child being abused being my brother um going into uh, you know becoming um uh, juvenile delinquent going into juvie coming out um you know all sorts of stuff that my brother I had to put up with my brother and my brother did uh because of his environment and then my mother passing away when I was just literally about to graduate and then coming into and then com- completely my studies and then still trying to live up to this expectation of this good good Muslim girl and then having arranged marriage and first one and with abusive husband and second one with uh, another abusive husband my life has been an interesting experience to say the least yet I've carried on going and carried on moving forward why because I think every aspect of my life can inspire someone else and I share everything about my life so openly and I share the vulnerable side to me that I've made mistakes that I've gone and done things which I shouldn't have. I should have known better. I should have thought better. And in hindsight, everything looks so easy, doesn't it? But at the time, I made the decisions based on whatever I had, information I had at the time and also trying to be the good Muslim girl all, the, all, the, all throughout. And I, I look at my life and I think, okay, what's happened has happened for a reason. Everything has made me who I am. Now, maybe that story in itself can help people. When people look back at, at my journey and they look at my life, they can get some inspiration from it. And you never know, this episode may be heard, you know, 30, 20, 30, 40 years from now, and it will probably be more relevant then. And everything I'm saying today would have come to fruition by then, inshallah, about what legacy I want to leave behind. And then maybe it becomes apparent of what I was thinking of this moment of time, because I'm going to share with you what it is that fully I'm, I'm aiming to do. But maybe in in those in the in the 20, 30 years time, it will become apparent what it was what it was that I was focusing on at this moment in time and what I was going to trying to create. Because that is true wealth for me. Financial success on its own has very little meaning for me. And if you are the kind of person I think you are, it is for you too. But it is important because it's a first step. It's a stepping stone to creating the kind of legacy that you want to create. So in order for you to have the freedom to choose to do what you want to do, you have to have the financial freedom behind you. When you no longer have to worry about the rent, the mortgage, the car payments, the food payments and the, the utility payments, then you have freedom to choose to do what you want to with your time, to do what else you want to create, to be able to move in your life in the way you want to. And have around you the kind of people you want to. So financial success is very important. 
And if you at the moment are struggling with connecting with financial wealth because that's not who you are and that's not what wealth is, what you know, money is important to you, then I want you to think in a grander terms. I want you to really expand your mind. Think, okay, what does wealth mean for me? What would it mean for me to be really wealthy? What would I do with my time? What would I do with my money? What kind of legacy would I leave behind? What kind of legacy would I want to create? And then look at that picture, really focus on that picture, picture, really focus on the image and see how that is, you know, connecting with your current life at the moment. And it may be really far, far stretched. It may be really far, a picture that's really far, far and beyond from where you are at the moment. It's okay. You don't have to know how you're going to get there. You just know that you, you need to know in your heart of hearts that you are going to get there. The image I have in my mind at the moment is so far from where I want to be. It's so far from where I am at the moment. And it's something beyond myself. It's something beyond my kids. I know that it is something that I want to create for women in general, especially young women and especially young girls coming from, you know, from this particular sector. Because I know even at this day and age, what these women are going through, what kind of mental programming they go through, what kind of emotional torture they go through. And I know it because I, I've experienced that myself, being even though I was born and brought up um, in the Western world, I know for a fact that when I, you know, when I, uh, my mom passed away, I kept hold on to the idea of, you know, uh, chastity and, you know, uh, being a good Muslim girl and how that was important. And the fact that I chose a partner who later on decided wasn't for me, you know, when I broke up with my, um, the only person I probably ever loved, when I broke up with him. Um, you know, my my brother and my sister-in-law gave me hell. Like I brought shame to the family just because I I said no, I was long, no longer going to marry this individual. I didn't do anything else wrong. And the brainwashing that went with it and the the humiliation that went with it because I refused to marry the guy. We, you know, we, we we parted ways. And then I was giving, you know, given you know, pushed into this arranged marriage, and then my brother didn't want me to see him. And because I really bore shame on the family and I had to do the proper arranged marriage way, which was not speaking to him until after marriage, which meant I didn't get to know I didn't get to know him. I didn't get to see the red flags until after I was married. It was far too late. It was a highly abusive person. And it just led me down a path that I was shocked at. And I remember when my second husband, you know, he was insulting me and saying all those things to me. He was laughing in my face and saying, you know, he said, even said to me, even after everything I've done, go. No one's going to blame me. They're going to blame you and your kids are going to, people are going to blame your kids and say to your kids, your mother's been divorced twice. You know, they're not going to call and say anything to me. The society will insult you and humiliate your kids, your children, just because um, I've been divorced twice, not once. And I remember that really hit my heart because there's some element of truth in that. In our culture it is divorce is very, very um, it's embarrassing and it's humiliating for for especially for the South Asian women. And it doesn't matter if it's her fault or not. And I had, it was no fault of mine in both scenarios. The first one was highly, highly abusive. And the second was abusive too, emotionally and and, um, and financially. And he cheated on me openly and blatantly. And then he had the audacity to say to me that it doesn't matter what he's done. Society will never blame him because he's a man. It will always blame me. Now, I felt that in my core, in my heart. And I thought if as a woman who has grown up in the Western world, has been educated in the Western world, has got has traveled the world I, I have traveled by myself I lived for a year in Leiden University as part of my um, my when I did English and European law as part of my law degree I became a barrister I became an attorney with New York Bar Association I, I am still a member of the New York Bar Association 
as someone who's highly educated and has traveled the world and has grown up in the Western world, yet I, I felt that pang in my heart and I felt the truth of what he was saying in terms of humiliation, especially in our society, in the South Asian society. And that's when the plight really hit me for women, for young women in South Asia. I mean, at least I had the, the, the advantage, the privilege, I would say, to be living in London, to be living in the Western world. What about those women who are living in South Asia? What about those young girls who are growing up in these abusive environments and they have no one to turn to? And as soon as they say, stick up, the, you know, raise their voice and say, I don't want to be abused. I don't want to be treated this way. For them to be knocked down and then the, for the society to call them wrong to call them of bad character call them somehow they are at fault and they're wrong that really hit my heart and I think that's when my purpose was born that's not the only one of course there's a lot more that I have to that I'm working on now but that's when that desire was born to create something bigger than myself and in order for me to do this I need to create wealth for myself, to create those choices for myself, to be able to do the things I need to do for myself. Plus, one of those people that I really want to inspire and that I, you know, from this quote, those people that, you know, the legacy is uh, you leave behind is for those people you inspire. I want to inspire those girls, every single one of those girls. I don't care if she's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I don't care how old she is. I want her to look up on my life and say, look, if she can do it, I can do it. If she can get out and make make something of herself, if she can create this amazing life, I can do too. I don't have to listen to my brother, my father, my husband, my uncle, my whatever it is, right? I can go out there and I can create a life of my own for myself. And I can do that. I can be financially independent. I can create a life that's amazing. And I can make a difference in my life and those around me. And I can inspire other people around me for with my story. I want all these women to think like that. I want them to be inspired by what I've created in my life and through my experiences to be able to do the same thing with their lives. And this is my legacy. This is going to be my legacy. And that's what I want. And in order for me to do that, I need wealth. And this is why I think becoming a money mindset expert was probably the best thing I could possibly imagine because not only am I doing this for myself, I'm doing it for people around me. And of course, for my clients, I, I work with both men and women. But eventually, I'm going to work heavily with, the, you know, with young, especially young women to be able to know, to be able to tell them, to teach them, to make them understand what the true intrinsic value is, what the true worth is. And so that no man on the planet, irrespective of whether it's a father, the uncle, the granddad or the brother or the son can ever devalue them ever again. I want to leave that legacy behind. But in order for me to do that, I need a lot of wealth. I need to be financially free. I need to have financial wealth. And that is why my first and foremost focus is, is on creating businesses and financial wealth for myself. So once I've taken care of my children, the next thing would be to create this awareness and this, this, this kind of legacy that I can leave behind with these young women. And I I wonder if in 30 years time, these any of these women are listening to this episode, and maybe they are because I'm tuning in at the moment, you know, but I'm a bit for psychic being an energy worker. If I am connecting to these women and you're listening to me right now, know that I'm talking to you right now. I know that even if I'm gone, it doesn't matter if I'm gone, I'm here. I always will be here. And remember, I started this journey thinking about you. So now that I'm gone, carry on this work and do this journey without me. And if this sounds a bit woo-woo to you, just know that sometimes God makes us say things 
which are not relevant or we don't understand that moment in time, but we will in the future. And maybe this episode was created not for today, but for those who are listening to us 20, 30, maybe even 40 years from now. Well, on that note, I'm going to take your leave. And until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.